0: Hey everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. Chris Worwald joined by Greg Crone. Greg, how's it going?
1: I've never been I've never been more on edge about being in a 2-2 situation in my life uh-huh. than this.
0: A 2-2 situation that feels a lot like we're down
1: 3-1. It, yeah, a, a lot like that. Chris, how do you miss I like first of all, there's a lot of complaints I don't want to come on here and blame Joel Embiid. I don't want mm-hmm.
0: to do that. Oh, can I tell you? Anshu said something hilarious today on the show. And I, I point that out because, you know, Anshu's not, not the comedian of the group. Uh, He he said that in in the second half he was O.L. Embiid because he had no J.
1: That's great. That's actually very funny. <laughs>
0: yeah. and, ter- and really upsetting.
1: Yeah, very upsetting. I, I would like to <laughs> laugh more at it, if I'm being perfectly honest. If it didn't directly affect my life. Right. Um my my biggest issue is like at a certain point when you see that Embiid is more tired than any other human being in the possible world. Maybe maybe call someone else's number. Yeah. Maybe maybe run a different play. Do right. literally anything that that it does not involve handing Joel Embiid the ball and hoping that he scores. With a settle for fifteen foot jump shot, or a really really long two because his foot was hundred percent on the line, or then mm. another weird drive to the basket where like you're so tired you can't dribble. Right. Like my kids don't even get that tired when they're like, exhausted. What are we doing? Why is he always tired? Like, what well, I is- mean,
0: he's he's clearly he's clearly hurt right now. I don't think there's even a question about that.
1: Yeah. I mm-hmm. uh,
0: I think, and I think you know, we talk about this a lot in the playoffs where Joel is hurt. But I I think he aggravated something when he dove for that ball in the first half because there was it was very clearly a tale of two halves. First half was solid, not great, but solid. And then he has no lift. He misses what eleven consecutive shots in the second half, including a uh, a layup with ten seconds left it something happened and i i just i just pray that he continues to take his health seriously and continues to lose weight and drops more weight before next season
1: if we super max this man because he is now
0: currently eligible spoiler alert oh you're going to and have to
1: yeah if you do that i to consider this franchise over for the next seven to ten years
0: No, uh, You can not win
1: with him. What are we talking about, dude? He cannot stay healthy. I'm never one to overreact to anything (laughs) regarding injury. But let's be fair, Chris. Every season, it is the same thing. Over and over again. He's tired. He's hurt. I am so sick and tired of excuses for Embiid. I am now at the point... Of him to Where I am with Ben, which I am tired of the excuses. As a former excuse giver for Ben, I yeah. am over it. The, the fact that we do not have a solid number two that can step up in um, a situation. Tobias is
0: averaging 24 in the playoffs.
1: Okay, and Tobias uh, parlayed that, la- or not parlayed. He passed that last possession off to Joel Embiid.
0: Yeah, because the play was off. called for Joel.
1: Well, then, then fire Doc Rivers because he's an asshole too. Then, because if you I mean, can't oh, jo- see I what's mean, going it, on,
0: I, he he got to the basket. He had a layup. That's on no. Nope, that that play call was great. We got ex- you got exactly the shot you wanted. You got to the basket. You got a layup. He just didn't make it. Ugh, it's so bad. It's so bad. And by the way, this this player who you're you're so eager to. Uh, Announced is going to be the the destroyer of the franchise with a new contract. Even in one of the worst games he's ever played, had seventeen points. And oh 21 my rebounds.
1: god! Please take he had twenty-one it. rebounds. You need to beat the Hawks when they when Bogdan and Trey Young shoot seventeen of fifty. You have to okay. beat them.
0: Yeah, but guess what? Trey Trey Young anything shot anything. eight of twenty-six because of Ben Simmons. Okay. So you have to give credit to as well. Yes, Simmons' offensive game was lackluster. He, he, I mean, at least he took 10 shots. Usually he doesn't even take that many. One of five from the line His his free throw shooting has been utterly abysmal in the playoffs. It's terrifying, but he just missed a triple double and he held Trey Young, one of the most dangerous scorers in the entire league to shooting 31% from the field.
1: You said an extremely important thing right there. One of the most dangerous scorers in the league, and I have a very, very good feeling That we are that this team is going to find themselves in a game seven situation against a guy who can take over a game and win it by himself and Trey Young. I absolutely. I thought you were going going Jeff Green. Oh dear God, no! That I mean, (laughs) believe me, that would terrify me too. But not yet.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, look, I I think that the series is going to be determined by the next game. If Joel comes out and he's functional, I think they're going to win the next two and if he doesn't and he looks more like the Joel that shot 4 of 20 in game 4 i think they might lose in 6. Br- Brooklyn
1: gifted you the ability to get some rest by blowing yeah. the two games in in Milwaukee. And even tonight and i know that game's probably just getting underway while we're recording. Yeah. But but like they gifted they they blew that two nothing lead. It looked like they were going to breeze to a 4-0 sweep and that was going to be it they they're clearly in a dogfight now and then you just absolutely tripped o- tripped over yourself and entered into your own dogfight like it's it's insane to give this team any sort of pass based on what they don't deserve it they have no history of being winners they yeah. have no history of any accomplishments in the nba not one well, doc, of them Doc's except for danny green doc has got a championship
0: danny's got a championship dwight's yeah. got a championship uh, I, Doc, believe George Doc Hill, also, I believe George Doc, Hill has a championship.
1: Doc's also blown multiple three-one leads in the playoffs. Let's be fair. Yeah, but give, you
0: can't take you can't take away the the achievement. You it's worth painting the whole picture. Yes, but where, but where we give you, you praise, can't say he's never won anything.
1: I did. I, I understand that. Where we give praise, though, we must also remember that there there is negatives to to Doc, and there's a reason why he's no longer the coach in Los
0: Angeles. And, yeah, Kawhi Leonard's there. Yeah, well,
1: as true as that may be. There, it's just this team is so frustrating. Watching that game last night was so absolutely mind-boggling, frustrating. I just don't get it. I don't get yeah. it.
0: Well, and the other thing I would say is the the one place I will get on Doc a little bit is his insistence to continue playing ten guys in the playoffs is frustrating. I don't I, know. Look, I I love Maxi. I except what Milton brings to the table on occasion one of them plays depending on the game not both we don't need we don't need them to combine for 22 minutes and Ben needs to play 40 minutes a game he absolutely needs to
1: i i agree i looked up at the end of the third quarter and i'm looking for literally anyone who's a starter and uh,
0: it's Tobias, and that's it. And it's At least he's learned either. that. At least he's learned that oh, yeah. before he was playing these just bench lineups, and they were nightmares. It's
1: it's it, the whole thing's a mess, dude. I don't know. They have no idea what they're doing. Who knew Danny Green going down was going to be the biggest nightmare in the world from a rotational
0: well, standpoint? It was. It it does create some challenges, but you would you would think you just insert George Hill. You would I think would... that's the move. Okay, you just put George Hill in the starting lineup. And that's it, but they don't want to do that. They want the three-point shooting of Furkan Korkmaz. And when he's good, he's he's useful. Other times, like yesterday, for example, he was a negative thirteen in twenty-five minutes because he can't play defense even a little. I mean, you—it's just bad. You you mentioned Shake the last play of
1: the game, mm-hmm. yo, Shake. If Seth's mm. not open, and he wasn't yeah. right away. Shoot the ball. Right. Like, what are we doing? You're open. They're playing off of you a little bit for some reason. Shoot shoot the ball. Shoot it. Yeah, by Instead, the way, it...
0: oh, very early, Milwaukee's up 22-9 to nine right now.
1: Great. Well, actually, that is great. I'm fine with that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'd rather play Milwaukee than Brooklyn. But, well, um,
1: let's beat Atlanta first before we start pretending oh, fantasy uh, that's, booking that's this.
0: That's 100% fair. 100% fair. I, you just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a Quark Moss guy. I, I, it's great that he can shoot threes. He does nothing else. He should not be in the starting lineup. That's ridiculous. Um,
1: I was actually shocked that he was the guy in that lineup. I fully was convinced that it was going to be, um, that it was going to be. I uh, want to say Matisse. I fully expected Matisse would be the guy that they put in the starting lineup there.
0: Well, he, he is, I don't want to put too much pressure on him, but I really do think he's going to be one of the keys to the future of this team and whether or not they can go to the next level. Because if he gets himself to the point where he can consistently make corner threes, he's a 32 to 35 minute-a-game guy and a super useful player. It takes a lot of pressure off a lot of other people uh, and really elevates the defense to a whole nother level when that guy's on the court for an extra 15 minutes a game. So you know we we will see, but it's been frustrating. There are three players, uh, three different players on this team. Out of the ten that played, had had actual uh, positive plus minuses. Can you guess who those three players are? Huh, uh I'll get. I'll spot you. It's a starter and two subs.
1: I mean, my guess is the starter would have would have to be Ben.
0: Ben was uh Ben was a zero. He was even.
1: Eh, okay, so then the only other one's probably it can't be Tobias.
0: No, Tobias had one of the worst plus minuses.
1: Yeah, and it's not Cork. I I don't think it would be Embiid. And well, he didn't play. He missed a decent amount of time. Maybe it is he, Embiid.
0: He played thirty six minutes. who uh, he, he fucks their fifth starter. Seth. Seth's the only one with a plus. Seth was the only plus starter at plus four. Yeah, I would have preferred think- he was plus seven. Yeah, you know, well, um, <laughs> true. But who who do you got? He's Seth played great. Seth has been a revelation in my mind.
1: Oh, he's been very good. You can't blame he, him. He
0: he he stuff. has added a whole another uh, another level to this offense that they have not had in the past. He's in a lot of ways he's a better version of what JJ Redick was.
1: Yeah, cuz he can shoot. And JJ and, couldn't shoot and he can dribble a little. Yes, being able to move with the ball does help. Who, and then the, so you're the two subs? Two oh, I would think Dwight eh.
0: and, and George Hill One's correct George Hill is one Dwight was a negative three The other one In seven minutes of play Tyrese Maxey a plus seven ah,
1: So you get this guy in the game more Make him the starter Have him start a point guard
0: I mean, he's he's another one who's going to be really interesting to watch if he doesn't get traded for somebody this off season, because you know he's he and Thybul. I do think are the two most important young players on this team. <laughs> you know who? Uh, I was I was watching highlights of the other day, and I thought, man, it would be fun to have him really for the regular season because he'd be almost unplayable in the playoffs. Is uh, a Ma- is a uh, Max Asmus?
1: Uh, yeah, it would be certainly interesting. The kid can shoot. Dis-
0: Another elite shooter would be a lot of fun, uh, but, you know, we shall see. Uh, Bucks 22 to 10. You
1: started saying Matt, and I was like, if he's going to say Matt Harpering, I don't know why Matt Harpering yes. would have ever been the guy I thought of, but that's who came up in my head.
0: Hey, uh, former Philadelphia 76ers, I believe he wore number 15 here, the Georgia Tech product.
1: Absolutely.
0: He uh, was a good player for a while. Yeah, Not, for us. Not no. <laughs> for us. No, no, never. Let's see. When did I feel like he was absolutely nothing for us. Matt Harpering. What's he up to right now? He's uh he's he's in the he's a play by play guy with Craig Jack broadcasting the jazz game. So that's a, that's a solid job right now.
1: I feel like Matt Harpering was either gonna be that or like a state senator. There,
0: there was no in between. Well, he's got that Wally Zerbiak look.
1: Exactly. That's exactly yeah.
0: Harpering played uh played up till he was 32 33 he got sick he had the uh he got sick after surgery and had some like ankle infection that was it for his career uh, not that it wasn't trending that way otherwise but uh, man i th- he was in philly for a full season played 81 games a respectable 11.8 points per game um 74% from the line ooh 30% from three but it was really right after that that next season he goes to utah scores 17 a game then 16 a game then 14 a game for utah so good you know harpering good player Fifteenth for the 15th pick in the draft he had a nice career
1: yeah it's not too bad actually
0: matthew joseph harpering born in cincinnati ohio <laughs> cincinnati's um, finest chris i don't think that's true <laughs> i at be. least i hope for their sake i hope not the, what about the, we got the, we got the cincinnati kid that's, I feel like that's. That's probably <laughs> usurps Matt Harpering. That
1: had to be a fictional character, right? <laughs> I got
0: it. So are you arguing that Matt Harpering wasn't? Uh,
1: no. I mean, he might be, but The Cincinnati Kid's a movie.
0: It sure is. In, yeah. in the 60s, I believe. Paul, I own that on DVD. <laughs> uh, it, it tells the story of Eric the Kid Stoner, a young Depression-era poker player. It's Paul Newman, baby. Yeah, hell yeah, it's Paul Newman. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, man. you're a liar it's Steve McQueen Steve McQueen baby.
1: God damn it that's what I was thinking of that's I'm so dumb not
0: Paul I, agreed mm. agreed <laughs> how you can confuse those two people oh, embarrassing
1: yeah the stars of 60 60s uh, era Hollywood yes my
0: apologies look that movie was only 55 years ago Steve
1: McQueen died eight years before I was born at the age of 50. whoa what happened Steve
0: Only the good die young. Apparently. Um well, as much as I'd like to talk about the it just says, death it just of says Hollywood died icons. in
1: Mexico. That's gotta be <laughs> shiny. <laughs> I don't know about all that.
0: And died is in quotation marks. It does say so,
1: illness. Eh, anytime you get persistent coughs, that's probably not great. Mm. Not especially in the sixties. Yeah. Oh, man. Miso this uh, now now I know why there's so many mesothelioma commercials. If it took down Steve McQueen, and also, weirdly, the principal from the Breakfast Club, if it could take those two guys down, (laughs) I mean, it could take anybody.
0: Uh, In the summer of 1980, McQueen traveled to Rosario Beach, Mexico, where he underwent an unorthodox cancer treatment that involved, among other things, coffee enemas and a therapy derived from apricot pits. Mm. It did not work, shockingly.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the old Steve Jobs method.
0: He had surgery to remove the cancerous mass- masses in his body. He died the next day.
1: It's a tough one. R.I.P. Steve know, McQueen.
0: R.I.P. Steve McQueen. Yeah, you don't uh, and don't go to Mexico to get your cancer dealt with. That's the moral of this episode.
1: Also, let me tell you what. Don't ever just rash decision go to buy something at Best Buy at the moment. Oh, well, I do
0: that all the time. What's wrong? Yeah.
1: Well, turn, so I don't know what the rules are. I haven't been to many stores. I do a lot yeah. of online shopping or really no sure. shopping at all. Uh, Mm -hmm. but today I was like, you know what? Uh, we, we finally, we have, we have, our, our office is now an office again. We can work in there. The
0: the girls are in the same room. They're sleeping. All right.
1: Thank God. Finally. Knock on. I don't know. Every piece of wood I own in the house. Sure. Uh, The house in general probably has wood somewhere made in it. My guess is,
0: um, excellent talking there.
1: (laughs) It is what it is. Uh, (laughs) but so they're finally, they have they've finally moved, uh, together. So we are. We actually have been, like, formulating the third office. We got the Peloton from the basement to up to the office. We're, okay. you know, we have a TV that's mounted. It's been mounted, but now it's, like, usable. My video sure. games are just up there, and they're oh, set shit. up in the office. I can actually go in there and use the video. So I needed a chair. For the longest time, my desk chair has been a chair for my kitchen um, problem. I am impatient. Instead of just mm-hmm. ordering a very expensive gaming chair... I said, I will buy one in person. Why not? So I quickly Googled Best Buy and and went in and, you know, uh, said, all right, there's at least one gaming chair in stock. I'll go to Best Buy. I'll peruse and we'll see what happens. Hell yeah. Walk in the door. There's an an elderly couple in front of me. The manager lady is discussing with them uh, what they're there for and sends them on their way. I get up to the counter, and I was just going to walk by because I, I don't have an appointment. I just want to go browse. Apparently, browsing is not a thing. Um, the ladies, what,
0: what, What's this about appointments? I
1: don't know. I have no idea. I I just I figured that that's why these people were stopped because they had some sort of consultation. You know, Best Buy got yeah, gotcha, cell phone gotcha. stuff, et cetera. So I was just going to walk by. and the lady's like, what are you here for? I was, uh, I'm looking at gaming chairs. And she's like, all right, give me a second. She checks The Best Buy website finds one on their site and says, yeah, we actually only have one here. Uh, I'll have them bring it up. I was like, oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Am Uh, I not allowed in the store?"
1: Apparently not. And the lady's like, hey, she gets on. She's like, Brian, uh, bring the gaming chair up here. This guy wants to purchase it. First of all, said nothing about purchasing it. Uh, Just said it wanted to look at it uh, or at least the box of it. Uh, and then, like ten to fifteen seconds later, there I am purchasing a gaming chair
0: because I'm too afraid to say anything to anybody. Wow. Yep. Well, Best Buy's got a a fairly uh, generous return policy. So I, I mean, think I, you have I think you have thirty days from purchase. I mean, uh, I will say I,
1: I put it together and it seems fine, so I'm okay. I'm, I'm probably just going to keep it because returning it seems like way too much of a hassle, regardless of said policy. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that was it. I just to have I'm, a gaming chair now.
0: Uh, well, congratulations. I am I'm sitting in a a leather Lazy Boy office chair that I bought at Staples. Look at you. And uh, unfortunately, my let's call it desk. In reality, it's an eight foot folding table. Um, it's it's it needs to be like four inches higher because right now the chair just kind of rubs up against the side of it when I put it in. So the arms, we've got some issues with the, them tearing a little bit. I'm just, I'm debating whether or not I'm going to take it with me. Hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I uh, mean, Greg. Yeah.
1: I was just going to say, it, it doesn't like those types of chairs. I don't know how well they travel.
0: That's my concern.
1: Yeah. That's
0: it's, my concern. I, I spent like I think I spent like three hundred on it. It's definitely That's not nice. cheap. Yeah, no, it's a nice chair. I like it. It's comfortable, but I am concerned about. I'm concerned about the move in general, uh, especially since everybody keeps telling me that everybody else is responsible uh, if anything gets broken.
1: That's and usually that, yeah, that's what they say, but I don't know if that I trust that.
0: That doesn't fill me with confidence. Hey guys, it's Chris. We're finally ready to announce what we've been excitedly teasing for the last handful of weeks. I'm sure you heard Greg and I talking about it on the show at length last week, but our podcast and a handful of others on the Underdog Network have teamed with Ignition Casino and we're putting together a free poker tournament for our listeners. And guess what? There are thousands of dollars in prizes and like I said, it is free to enter free 100% completely no credit card required just sign up and play the hosts are also going to be participating so you guys uh, get to play against us and as a fun little bonus anytime a player knocks out one of the hosts they're going to get some extra money in their account in the uh, in the form of a bounty I'm really thrilled about this. So stay tuned over the next couple of weeks. We're going to have information for how to sign up, where to sign up, all of that good stuff. And I look forward to playing with you soon. Gregory, speaking of Best Buy and speaking of uh, the ability to purchase things, just go ahead and do this. (laughs) Father's Day no longer has to be ordinary once you bring home the nonstop action of nobody. Bob Odenkirk stars as an ordinary dad turned lethal vigilante, and his fight for his family can now thrill yours with never-before-seen bonus content, including, but not limited to, deleted scenes uh, from the writer of John Wick. Nobody is yours to own now on digital and on 4K, Blu-ray, and DVD on June 22nd. So next week, nobody is out on uh, is out on Blu-ray. I'm I'm ordering a copy because you know I'm a sicko with the movies, as you know. But that might not be the case for five people who are listening to the show. We're working with uh, this PR company, and they gave us five codes, five digital codes for the movie Nobody to uh, to give out. And uh, I'm excited to say that we can do that. We're gonna we're gonna give them out at random to people who uh, email us at. Chris at underdogpodcasts.com with the subject nobody in the title. We're going to pick five people at random to send them out at the end of the week. And uh, it's super fun. This is, I don't know if, you, if you've if you seen it. I did see this. I actually paid for it. It's the reason my cable bill was $285 uh, last month. Not it alone. Also the absurdity of cable pricing. But an extra twenty of that was nobody, which uh, we, we bought when it came out on on video on demand. I loved it. I it is it is very much you can see how it's from the writer of John Wick because it is very much like Odenkirk's John Wick.
1: Yeah, dude, it was one of I. I actually haven't seen it, but it's been one of those movies that I've had on my list of things I definitely want to watch. Like after I saw the the trailer, I was intrigued because you think of Odenkirk, you don't exactly you don't exactly think action star. No.
0: You'd no, but have, it worked.
1: Yeah, you think you think way more of like the Better Call Saul character, the you know the sleazy salesman and the comedy guy. You know what I mean? The guy mm-hmm. who was almost Michael Scott, right? Uh, yeah, you, you you get that sort of view, but then to see him in a much different role, it's definitely like it definitely piqued my interest. There's no doubt about it.
0: Yeah, Odenkirk is quietly one of the most talented people in Hollywood. I genuinely believe that they took that character. The Saul Goodman character from Breaking Bad, and I was like, "Oh man, they're doing a spinoff w- with uh, with Saul Goodman. Like, how is this going to work? It's one of the best shows on TV. He's incredible. Uh, the The girl is incredible. Who I'm, I apologize, but whose name I'm forgetting. Just, it's such a good show. Odenkirk Kirk is, is wildly talented. Obviously, comes from a comedy background. Has done a bunch of stuff with David Cross and all of that. Mr. Show, most notably. And uh this this came out of nowhere for me and uh, I, I loved it. I would uh, like I, like I said, we're giving away five codes. email us at chris at underdogpodcast.com. Nobody in the subject title and uh, we're gonna give five away at random at the end of the week here. So that's super cool and uh, we look forward to you know more promotions like this coming up in the future.
1: Yeah, man, that's awesome. I'm very excited about that. That is is really cool. I'm excited for the movie and everything.
0: Let's let's talk action movies here for a minute, Gregory. For sure. What's what's your Mount Rushmore of uh, of of action movies? Oh man, that, know, that's what are, a... what, are the, what are the home run hitters? I mean, it's a tough one because there, there's. By the way, can I tell you? I just googled action movies, and this is no joke. The first the first image that comes up is nobody under popular I... action movies.
1: <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Um, I don't know, man. This is if you're talking just from a pure action standpoint, it's like impossible. Action's right because such a, what is the criteria? Yeah, exactly. It's such a wide open world. Like uh, I would say, I mean, I think Die Hard's got to be in there because it's definitely uh, an action. Is, Craig, movie. Is, is
0: Die Hard a Christmas movie? Uh,
1: yeah, of course it is. It's just it's okay. about a it's it, it all happens at a Christmas party. All right. I think that's definitely got to be one, but. I don't know.
0: Here, I've got the I've got the Rotten Tomatoes list of the top one hundred action and adventure movies here. You can uh, a lot of these are going to be, and we got we're going to get you watching these. A lot of these are going to be the uh, the Marvel movies. Ugh. We, uh, let me tell you. Yeah, tell me.
1: So I tried again. I
0: okay, tried again,
1: try. I said I'm going to start it. Iron Man. I'm going to work my way through all okay. of them up in order. So I watched Iron Man. Yeah. Sure, fine, all around pretty good movie. I don't I don't remember a ton of it as I was <laughs> half working, half paying attention. Uh, but solid, you know, solid overall movie. Went to go to the next one, figured mm-hmm. they would all be on uh said streaming service. Yeah. Couldn't find Incredible Hulk. No idea. Um So it's that's that's interesting
0: Hulk. what the series you were watching. So you were you, you were you were going for the Ed Norton Incredible Hulk?
1: Whatever the release date is of whatever the second movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe was,
0: okay, because they they tend to pretend like the Hulk stuff doesn't exist.
1: It's on the list. That's all I know.
0: <laughs> was is it? I mean, I own it. It wasn't on my voodoo? Probably.
1: I didn't go that route. I went through. I went through Disney Plus, and then I just got mad, and I was then like, I'm I not doing it. this again. So, I passed. I'll get yeah, back you to it at some point. You
0: can't pass. Look.
1: Oh, I can pass.
0: No, you can't. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm executive decisioning it. You can't pass. Um. I. I don't like. People give that movie a lot of shit. That Ed. That Ed Norton Hulk. Um. And I don't. I like. I actually liked it. I. It's. If you watch it with lowered expectations, I'm trying to see. I, I guess it'd be. I. I can't remember if it's the Hulk or the Incredible Hulk. Um, so I'm looking in my H's H age, I I don't know. Doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem like I have it. I, maybe they didn't. Maybe I didn't have the digital at that point or whatever. But I actually think it's pretty decent. I think Norton Norton would have been a good if very different Hulk. But yeah, I mean,
1: it's just a certain type of you know. He just has a
0: certain type of attitude. Yeah, well, that that's the issue is that he also wants to do he he wants to be in charge of every aspect of the movie, and he's not always the most pleasant person to work with. But uh, the number, but we're gonna get you back. We're gonna get we're gonna get this going. I just there's gonna be some stinkers, sure, but uh, but we shall see. Um, Especially since we're talking to talking to some Marvel related uh, items right now that that may be advertising the show in a couple of months. Look at that. So if you have, uh, and may or may not be sending us some stuff, but if, uh, if you have a, a better working knowledge, it's only going to be beneficial. The number, the number one movie all time on this Rotten Tomatoes list is Black Panther. Uh, mm. followed by, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna skip through the, there's a lot of MCU movies. Avengers Endgame is number two. Yeah,
1: but, so three. let me, yeah. uh, before you do that, it's, it's a question, like, are comic book movies technically
0: action movies? Like how aren't they? It's literally all action. I
1: guess. I don't know. I would never think that. If you ask me action movies, I would never think. I would never go comic book movies first. I would think like think like James Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Uh, you know, just Rambo, those types <laughs> of movies. I, I don't know. Comic book movies okay. would never really come up.
0: Uh, Black Panther 1, Endgame is 2. The first non-MCU movie is Mission Impossible Fallout, which was yeah. very good. Uh, I don't know if it's my number one all-time non-MCU action movie. In fact, I'd probably tell you it isn't, but I thought it was very good. Uh, following that, Mad Max Fury Road, then Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which, man, I loved so much, uh, followed by Wonder Woman, followed by Dunkirk. Followed by Coco. I'm not a hundred percent sure. You know what? We're going to go to a different list. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know that I'm out when it, when Coco comes into play. Here you go. And even even these, we're going to have. We'll go to Screen Rant, the fifteen best uh, the fifteen best action movies of all time. Number fifteen, Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. Number fourteen, Star Wars: Episode V, The Empire Strikes Back. Number thirteen, Inception. Yeah. Number twelve. Forrest Gump? Mm, That's Uh, action. Action? What are we doing? Action takes place? I don't know that I would classify it as an action movie. No. Number 11 is Fight Club. Number 10, The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Number 9, Sorry, God.
1: I was just going to say Fight Club to me, again, yes, there's a ton of fighting, but it's much more of a drama, thriller type movie to me than, than
0: action. Like I, I, action, I fun. think
1: effects, I think transformers, I think explosions. You think like,
0: meatloaf?
1: Sure. I guess. <laughs> I guess that works. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, God. What was his name? Uh, his, uh, Robert Paulson. Come Robert on, now, Paul's uh, Robert um, Paulson. Of course, of course. I gotta get the. Book. I have the book at home at my parents' house. I have to go. I have to remember to get that next time I go over there. But regardless. Um, uh,
0: Number 10, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Number 9, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Number 8, Pulp Fiction. Again, I don't know if that's an action movie. Number 7, Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Number 6, okay, a lot of stuff takes place. I don't know if it's an action movie. Schindler's List. What? Uh, Number 5, it's just not. 12 Angry Men. It's literally 12 guys in a room the whole time. Number 4, The Dark Knight. Number 3 Godfather Part 2, number 2 Godfather, number 1 okay, Shawshank Redemption. I
1: mean, what are we doing?
0: Yeah, I don't uh, that's not a great list. Not a gr- I'm I'm looking for a list that is actually what like what I would consider to be action movies. And I'm just I'm trying to go down to the bottom to see, all right, I think you're going to like this one. Okay. We're going to Empire. Empire Online, Gregory uh, I will give you the, I'll give you this, this is definitely way better. Uh, we'll go to the top 20. Uh, number 20 is Leon the Professional. Unbelievable right. movie. Yeah. And the first, the first ever, I think believe Natalie Portman's first ever role. Uh, number 10, number 19, Commando, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. I believe that fits the criteria of what you think an action movie is. I can do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> number 18, The Raid, which is a great movie, but it's a little inaccessible. Uh, number 17 the wages of fear i'm it's an older movie and i'm not familiar with number 16 fast five mm, the fast and furious
1: ones are tough though because all of the action is essentially just car chases but i don't know that's that's very that's up. In I don't the know. Air there's a lot of me. fighting,
0: too. A lot of fighting.
1: I guess. I don't know, man. I've really only seen Tokyo Drift of the fan. Well,
0: you literally you watched movies. the easily the worst one.
1: Listen, it was on for free in the Penn State dorms, buddy. That's how old I am. There was a channel that just showed movies, and one of the months, Tokyo Drift was just on and uh-huh. on and on and on. So you we watched, so you watched a, a lot of Lucas times. Black. Mike Winchell, absolutely. Of the better version
0: of Fred and Nate. Um, dull. Well, that's an, another argument for another day. <laughs> I, I would say, look, the Fast and the Furious franchise really changes around. Like, probably Fast Five, honestly, it becomes more of like uh, it's no, It's no longer just about cars. It's more it's about it's family. More, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, of course. Uh, <laughs> we friends, we family. Um, horrible Vin Diesel. But it's more of like a heist; they become more heisty. So it it does it gets interesting. Fast like Fast Five, on, like they're watchable in a it's a ridiculous action movie kind of way. Uh, number fifteen, Casino Royale. Okay. Number four, number fourteen, the uh, the John Woo film Hard Boiled. Number thirteen, The Driver. We're getting a little older here. Number twelve, I will say that this is the original, not the really really horrible remake. Point Break, starring Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze, awesome movie. Yeah, I'll give you that. Number eleven, Rambo: First Blood. Number ten, Mad Max: Fury Road. Number nine, The Terminator. Number eight, The Dark Knight. Uh, number seven, The Matrix. Number Ooh. six, Predator. Number seven or er, five, Seven Samurai. Number four, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Number three, T two Judgment Day. Number two, aliens and uh, number one little film called Die Hard.
1: Yeah, see. Uh, what's really funny? this is where I love I love it. My friends mock me insanely. Mm. I have <laughs> and this is this is very funny. I have never seen a Terminator movie, not one of them, not hey, any of the fine. new ones, not any you're of the fine. old ones. I have only seen one Indiana Jones movie, and that is the one that has the skull in it, the crystal skull thing. Oh, my God. That's
0: like only watching Uh, Tokyo Drift in the Fast and the Furious series. Listen, this
1: is what we're here for. (laughs) Oh, Uh, my God. I have...
0: Those are definitely on my voodoo, so no (laughs) no excuse. What was
1: number two? What was number two, you said?
0: Uh, Number two was Aliens.
1: Yeah, none of those. Get out of here. Oh,
0: Alien... Alien and Aliens are great. Past that, you 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 can forget about them.
1: I'm good, man. Uh... Isn't doesn't the newest one have Danny McBride in it? Uh, I
0: don't know. what was that? Was like the Alien versus Predator thing?
1: Nah, there was something after that, but it does it doesn't matter. But yeah, these I, I have I I have, if I've watched these, I can't tell you if I've ever have. I definitely haven't. I just never watched these movies.
0: Hey, you drive me insane with this stuff. Because you watch movies and stuff all the time. You just watch the stuff that you've already seen. A thousand times.
1: I'll watch the same thing over and over again before I ever... Dude, I... so last week after we hung up, I was like, I'm going to watch a movie. I'm going to go mm-hmm. through Chris's voodoo, and I'm going to take a look and see. And then I was like, you know what? It's a little late. I don't want to watch anything too crazy. Let me go to, I don't know, whatever. I picked a random streaming service, and I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, let's, let's find a movie here. And I had settled... For another movie I think I've only seen parts of, I said I'll watch National Lampoon's Vacation. Hit, okay. Hit the play
0: button. Wait, is that is that Chevy Chase or Ed Helm? Chevy Chase. Yeah. Okay, thank <laughs> God. On, although know, he's a horrible it. person.
1: It's fine. Uh, I I hit play. It goes to load. And then it just backs up to the screen where I'm supposed to hit play again. I proceeded oh. to try it four or five more times. Didn't work. Said, fuck it. I'm going to go to some other different, uh, different streaming service. Whatever streaming service I then pulled had Animal House, which I watched for arguably the 1700th time in my life.
0: And that's how my night ended. That was the world telling you to try something new.
1: And then, um, no, no. I had never seen the Vacation movie. I tried to watch it. And the world said, stop trying to do new things.
0: Wait, okay. So you looked... You looked at a list of like 300 plus movies that are on my voodoo and you're like, I don't know about any of this. I need to go watch (laughs)
1: the vacation series. Well, the the vacation series happened by accident as I was scrolling through another streaming service because I didn't want to get too involved in some sort of like two and a half hour movie.
0: Uh, you know, there, you could just could have watched a comedy there, and it probably would have been better than Vacation.
1: It probably would have. Doesn't matter. Didn't get to watch Vacation. Ended up watching Animal House. Let me tell you what I enjoyed myself. Ooh. I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed, I enjoyed watching Animal House. Belushi's great. A lot of great moments. You know. R.I.P. Yeah, absolutely. Kevin Bacon's in that movie. R.I.P. No,
0: Kevin Bacon's still kicking. He's no. Good. I honestly, he died in my eyes when he married his cousin. I don't. I don't know if that actually happened. I don't know. Uh, yeah, what's her name? Um, yeah, he—he's like second cousins with his wife, That's, isn't he?
1: Uh, what well, can you do? It? It's legal in most places. Okay. I'm not married <laughs> to a second cousin, so it's you know. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, the actor Kevin Bacon and his wife Kira Cedric have been married for over thirty years, but are in fact—are they in fact long lost cousins? Husband and wife Kevin Bacon and Kira Cedric found out in 2011. They're okay. It's not near, it's not as bad as I thought. It's not second cousins. They're ninth cousins.
1: Sorry, oh, yeah, that doesn't count. Uh, you're ninth cousins with like everybody at a certain point. Yeah,
0: like, I'm pretty sure I'm ninth cousins with like Genghis Khan.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, would, I that's probably true.
0: <laughs> he's well, he's my ninth uncle or whatever. Well, what can you my, do m- my uncle nine times removed? I've never, I don't, I've never 100% understood the, the like br- cousin twice removed thing.
1: I have no idea about the removed part. I've been able to figure. I've been able to navigate first, second, third cousins, that type of thing. I can kind of figure it out. Just you know, with it, having part of my family be in a very small town, you mm-hmm. can you can kind of piece it together when everyone you see you kind of know. Uh, so mm-hmm. that that makes it a little bit easier. But I don't. Once you start getting
0: removed and all there, I'm out. I got nothing. Um, all right. Well, here's some some other celebrities who married relatives. I mean, Albert Einstein uh, married his first cousin, Rudy Giuliani. That's that's too close.
1: Way too close. Yeah, Absolutely. that's too like.
0: It's hard for you not to know about that. That's you, like. I mean, you, you, you saw her growing up, and you thought she was cute.
1: Yeah, you definitely know about that. There's no. There's no question
0: there. No shock here. Rudy Giuliani married his second cousin once removed.
1: <laughs> you you started to say no shock. And for some reason, just the way you said it, I was like, oh, he's going to say no Sean Moreno. And that's very weird that he'd be on a list (laughs) at this point.
0: Yeah, is he a big enough celebrity for that anyway? Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, his first cousin once removed. Uh, H.G. Wells, the War of the Worlds author, married his first cousin, Isabel Mary Wells. Charles Darwin married his first cousin, Emma Wedgwood. Thomas Jefferson married his third cousin, Martha Wales. Frank, oh, this is a, there's a lot of politics on here. Uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt married to his fifth cousin once removed, so not so bad. Uh, John Kerry, distant cousins with his now ex-wife Julia Thorne. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe was oh boy, uh, renowned poet and writer of the mysterious and macabre. His cousin Virgi- he married his cousin Virginia Clem when she was just thirteen years old.
1: That's not great. That is not Not, not great. even then.
0: Even then, not great. Uh, and uh, infamous outlaw Jesse James married his first cousin Zerelda Mims after a, <laughs> after a nine year courtship.
1: I mean, how are you not? How are you not going to marry someone named Zerelda?
0: I feel like I that's would, got you I, have to. It would pretty much be re- removed immediately from me if I it was my first cousin.
1: <laughs> like, not oh, not awesome. comfortable
0: with that. I can see that. Uh, Although I only have one female cousin, and I'm definitely not marrying her, so let's move <laughs> on. Jesus. Um, last thing I want to hit before we get out of here, Gregory. I just thought this was funny. Uh, came out today. Rob Manfred came out today and said, uh, "Hey, hey, hey! You guys know how everybody's cheating in baseball? Well, guess what? We're going to stop it next week. I mean, it's- not now. Don't worry about it. You can do whatever you want right now, but next week it's over. You have to stop." Like, why the fuck not just stop right now?
1: I have never, Chris, never, ever mm. seen someone be worse at their job than Rob Manfred. It is uh. wild how bad he is at his job. Like, what? What are we yeah. doing? Also, what we're, 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 we're accusing, we're blaming Major League Baseball because you tore your UCL. Maybe it may. Did you see that story from Tyler yep. Glass now? Hey, buddy. Maybe it's the years and years of pitching and the snapping arm motions and that sort of thing that ah, caused doubt, it. It. doubt that's related. Yeah, not not the fact that they made you not use spider tack for a day. Like, whew. Well, I mean, I, it's just these these guys. I, I, I mean, what? Baseball stinks. Why are they yeah. so bad? Why well, is and- baseball so bad?
0: And be- baseball's really incentivized to take care of this Because one, it seems like somebody's getting hit in the head Every single day And and two like I'm sorry, people don't want to watch no-hitters
1: No I mean, I do, because I'm weird But nobody else does
0: <laughs> No, people want to watch, you know Eleven to nine slugfests Where four home runs get hit None of this uh, Oh, it was a pitcher's duel through seven as uh, so- Both pitchers combined to give up one hit
1: but there's a difference in a pitcher's duel, like a 1995 pitcher's duel and a 2020 yeah. pitcher's duel. There was a pitcher's duel that meant, like, you know, of the first 24 outs that one guy got, 24 or 20, you know, 21 of those were batted balls in play, and there was three strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Now a pitcher's duel is, oh, he faced 24 batters in, the, in eight innings, and he had seventeen strikeouts, and you're like, "That's boring. That is boring. Like no yeah. one wants to watch that. No one should want to watch that. So yeah. it's very bizarre. It, it, like that. That's why there's such a difference in the pitching duel now versus a pitching duel back in whatever. Like I said, '95. Now it's just, boring. it's either a home run or an out. Like it's right. home run or strikeout.
0: There is no Two in outcome. Between. Baseball.
1: Yeah. It's it's very." It's very boring, and I don't necessarily know how you fix that. <laughs>
0: That's baseball's slogan. It's very boring.
1: I know, and I love baseball. I've, I've been an MLB ticket guy or uh, whatever the whatever the stupid Extra innings. Guy. Extra innings. I've had that for several years, like a long time. I love baseball. I could watch it any day of the week. Two random teams get at me with it, but it, it's, it's a slog sometimes, and I can understand why people don't want to watch it. Gregory,
0: Uh, not that I don't want to talk about baseball, because trust me, I don't. The All-NBA teams were just released. Oh, God. We've got, on the first team, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Nikola Jokic, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, and Kawhi Leonard. The second team features Damian Lillard and Chris Paul at guard, with Julius Randle, LeBron James, and Joel Embiid up front. The third team... Kyrie Irving and Bradley Beal at guard, Jimmy Butler and Paul George at forward, go at center. Good for good for Julius Randle. That's awesome. I can be happy uh, for people. Can I tell you I am I'm honestly happy that Ben was uh, on one of these teams.
1: That was the first thought I had I scanned the teams, I noticed there was only one sixer, and I almost danced. I mean it doesn't matter. Ben's really gonna show off and go all out for whatever team he's traded to this offseason. Um, I don't, know, I don't know that it's this. Ben
0: getting traded. I really don't. But what is it then? Well, I think I think Tobias has a lot of value again. Um, certainly not like not the centerpiece of a trade value, but nice piece in a trade value. To the point where last year we looked at his contract and we were like shit. We would have to give up picks to get rid of that. Now he's a positive asset. Uh, you know, it's going to take draft picks. It's going to take Maxi. It's probably going to take Thybul. But there are there are young pieces on this team that are uh, that are going to be available. Not that I want them to be traded, but Simmons Simmons needs to be the third best player on a championship. Simmons needs to be a supersized version of Draymond Green in Golden State, where he can just be a disruptor, he can be a facilitator, and the pressure isn't on him to score the basketball. You need that second guy. I don't know who that that second guy is right now. I know there's we keep a lot auditioning. Of
1: we keep auditioning second guys, and none of them ever work.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, that the gentleman in Portland would be a lot of fun. I don't know how exactly you make that work.
1: It wouldn't work.
0: You, but I, You don't think Lillard would work? I think Lillard works perfectly. I just don't know. What does
1: Ben do if he doesn't have the ball in his hands, offensively? Because it's pretty much nothing. It's exactly what I'm doing, except I'm on my couch.
0: But that's not bad. That's not how basketball works anymore. Portland already shares the ball between Lillard and McCollum. Ben's going to bring the ball up anytime he gets a rebound, <laughs> and any of the other stuff. He's going to have the ball more than enough.
1: That's been so successful in Portland. You're right. Yeah, we should definitely bring that to uh, bring that to. we we'll get.
0: Gu- well, guess what? Portland doesn't have those two and Joel Embiid.
1: No, they ha- That's right. They don't. But they- you're telling me. That McCollum is worse than Simmons when it comes to being a compliment to Dame.
0: So compliment's tough because at this point he would Ben would be a power forward. the The notion of him being a guard would be over. He would be a power forward. Very much he would very much be Draymond Green when when Draymond was at his best with those warriors teams. see
1: but he doesn't view himself as Draymond
0: Green he views himself as Steph Curry that's the I issue. don't think that's true at all
1: I absolutely think that
0: I don't think that's I don't think that's true at all I don't I don't get like I have to be the star of the team I have to be the center of attention otherwise he would take more than 10 shots a game
1: I don't know man I don't know I don't like this I,
0: I think he could be a much better version of Draymond, and that and that peak Draymond was a very good player. But
1: how many years is Embiid even a viable option
0: 380? before he breaks down?
1: If you're lucky, yeah, dude. That imagine that. Oh my God, I can't. That's either, why you go all in.
0: You have. That's why you go you all in. You, have, all you in. have this We window. keep
1: going all in. I feel like well, we've da- gone all Damian in.
0: Lillard. Damian Lillard's all in. God, Damian Lillard so is one of together. the three best guards in basketball. I don't. And honestly, straight. it's a joke that that these teams are like that are uh, are listed like this, because uh, what Luca Luca's a guard? Like what?
1: Yeah, not even a little bit.
0: No, Luca starts a small forward. Damian is the second best guard in basketball behind Steph. That's I mean, nice. Harden's very good too, but Harden also he wants to sit out half the games he plays.
1: I don't blame the guy. I'd want to sit out half the games, too.
0: If I well, get paid uh, for it. I don't know. It, he is currently, uh, his team currently down 13, two minutes left in the first half. So uh,
1: Nobody blows double-digit leads in the NBA from first half to second half, so they're probably they're probably toast.
0: Agreed. I think it's over, and I think you're right, and I think uh, you're right to end it here. This is going to be this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. For Greg Crone, I'm Chris Hordell. Thanks for listening once again. Those promo codes for The Great Movie Nobody available at chris at underdogpodcast.com will be handed out at random at the end of the week. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.